You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Schedule got a little thrown off, but we are back ready to go for one more Penn State spring football practice tonight in Beaver Stadium. We're going to get you set for that with today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. My name is Kevin McGuire, editor of Nittany Lions Wire on the USA Today Sports Media Group and a contributor to AthlonSports.com. Before we get started, I want to make sure you guys know that you can get amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. All you have to do is visit RockAuto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So as I said, we have one more spring football practice to look forward to with tonight as Penn State will close out their spring practice schedule with one final appearance in Beaver Stadium in front of a small limited number of fans. But senior students at Penn State will get a chance to go into Beaver Stadium, have one more football activity. We'll talk a little bit about what to expect with tonight's spring practice as opposed to what we saw last weekend. And where we go from here, we're also going to take a listen to the ultimate mock draft. If you missed Thursday's episode, don't worry. I'm going to get you caught up with some of the developments that happened in the latest episode on Thursday. Of course, you can listen to that podcast all week long and catch up on all the episodes from this week on the Odyssey app or on your favorite podcasting app. But yes, a Penn Stater did finally go on day four. We'll get a chance to listen to that later in this episode. Got a couple other things to throw into the mix as well, so make sure you are following this podcast on your favorite podcasting feed, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and as I mentioned, the Odyssey app, formerly radio.com. Make sure you've got the updated app on your phone. Odyssey, it's A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can listen to all your favorite podcasts there. You can also catch us on iHeartRadio and, and Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, including Stitcher Radio. And of course, if you want to stay socially connected with us, you can do so by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all using the username of Locked On Nittany. And yes, I've thrown this out before. I'm going to throw it out one more time. We do have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Locked On Nittany. We'll see if we can get that activated uh, tonight, Saturday. We'll see. Stay tuned. I'll probably have a couple things I need to fine tune with that channel, but maybe we'll just do a live stream where we actually set up the channel and talk with you guys uh, throughout. So keep an eye out for that. It, it's there. I promise we're going to use it at some point, but uh, stay socially connected with us. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, using the username Locked on Nittany. Give us a follow on your favorite podcasting app. Without any further ado, let's go ahead and get today's episode underway. So last week, we thought we were going to get Penn State's final spring football practice with a practice in front of a small number of fans inside Beaver Stadium last Saturday afternoon. But as we found out Friday afternoon, before that, we found out that Penn State was going to have at least one more spring football practice, which is going to be held today, Friday, Friday night inside Beaver Stadium. What we found out after last weekend's uh, spring practice was the fact that Penn State actually has three practices to get in the books this week. They practiced on Monday, they practiced again on Wednesday, and now they will finish out everything that's going into the spring practice football finale, spring football practice finale and I think the big question is is there anything that we can expect to see differently this spring football practice as opposed to what we saw last week were there any questions we had last week that we're still trying to figure out this week and 
Not really. There's a lot of consistencies, I think, between what we saw last week and what we'll see tonight. I think a lot of the same storylines and same questions will still linger. We still want to know what's going to happen with this quarterback position once the spring football practices wrap up. How soon will Penn State go into the transfer portal to potentially add another name to the mix? I know I threw out the idea of Joe Milton from uh, Michigan potentially being a nice little fit for Penn State. I just think it would be really fun storyline, storyline-wise. Uh, obviously, he is going to Tennessee, so you can scratch him off the list. But there are a couple of options out there to be had if you're looking to improve the depth at the quarterback position. I don't think we saw necessarily enough out of the younger guys last week. And James Franklin said after that practice last week that uh, their backup guys, Taekwon Roberson, Christian Villo, they, they still need a lot more reps before Penn State is going to feel comfortable sending them out onto the field should they have to give Sean Clifford a break or if Sean Clifford gets banged up and he needs a rest. There's not a whole lot of comfort there putting in one of these younger guys. There's still a lot of potential for those guys, but I think as far as the 2021 season is concerned, if it comes down to having a backup quarterback ready to play, it doesn't sound like James Franklin's all there just yet. So we'll see. I don't know how much difference a week will make in that area. But that's why I feel as though that question is still going to be out there. We did see some really good things from the defense last week, especially Kalen King, standout freshman who really kind of lived up to the hype that we had been hearing about all spring long. I don't think there's going to be any reason to suggest that he's going to be taking any steps back as far as this one week difference is concerned. So I still feel as though the defense is going to be in a pretty good spot. We still could see some more consistency from the offense. Obviously, Mike Yersich is still kind of implementing some new ideas, some new uh, schemes and, and new formations into the to mix. So maybe there's a little bit more development. But again, I don't know how much difference a week is going to make with two practices in between last Saturday and today. So again, there's not really a whole lot of room for improvement. So I don't know if you'll necessarily see anything too drastically different. Uh, so uh, this is just going to be a nice little uh, opportunity for Penn State to open up Beaver Stadium, allow the seniors in for one last uh, football activity, if, if you want to call it that. And I do think that, you know, for whatever reason that they had to redo their schedule practice wise, uh, you know, hey, you got to do what you got to do. But bottom line is, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot different coming out of this practice that we see tonight compared to what we saw last week. I think a lot of the same questions are still there and there's still going to be a lot of the same conversations going into next week. And of course, next week's going to be the NFL draft. We will kind of take a look at the NFL draft. We'll hear from the Thursday episode of Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 here on the Locked On Podcast Network and the Odyssey uh, crew. A really good podcast. If you haven't been listening to it all week, you definitely want to do that. Uh, but we'll get into all kinds of NFL draft stuff next week as we put some finishing touches on the spring football practices. But next week's going to be a pretty fun week. We've got to get the NFL draft ready to go. I'm looking forward to it. I know you are too. And maybe just watching the NFL draft is fun enough for you by its own. But what if you want to spice things up a little bit? What if you want to place some wagers on who's going to get picked where? Who's going to be the first defensive player? Is it going to be Micah Parsons? Who's going to be the first quarterback off the board after Trevor Lawrence? There are so many different prop bets. There's so many different ways to place some wagers on the NFL draft. And the best place to do that is with Bet Online. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action. Doesn't matter if you're looking for some pro basketball, pro hockey, Major League Baseball, and of course, the NFL draft is going to have so many different prop bet opportunities. So you want to check out the real time updated odds and props on just about anything you can possibly imagine on Bet Online. They've got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. Once again, it is the best way 
to place your bets and it is totally free to sign up. All you have to do is head to their website, betonline.ag. You can do this on your laptop or your desktop or even on your mobile device. Sign up today for free and receive a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit anytime you use the promo code Locked on. That's L O C K E D O N. They're going to give you 50% welcome bonus on top of whatever your first deposit is. And unlike other wagering websites, this is an unlimited 50% bonus. You're not going to get this deal anywhere else. This is free money, folks. And if you place some bets wisely, you're going to win lots of money as a result. So go to Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And you know what? After you win some of that money, placing some wise bets, you may want to give your car or your truck a little bit of a facelift. Maybe give it an upgrade. Just kind of retool it. Maybe it's in desperate need of something, but you've been putting it off and now you've got the cash to do so. Well, the good news is you don't need a whole lot of cash when you shop with rockauto.com. They're the family business that has been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. All you have to do is go to rockauto.com and shop for all the auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, and they make it incredibly easy for you to to find exactly what you need. No more having to go into the store, looking at the different cross-reference guides and having a sales associate walk up to you and try to upsell you on so many different things. All you do is enter the make and model of your car on rockauto.com and it brings you up the entire catalog of everything they have available specifically for your vehicle. If you don't know what you're looking for, they will. So all you do is go to rockauto.com. Find all the parts that are available for your car or truck right now. And don't forget to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. This year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft, April 29th through May 1st. Yeah, the NFL Draft is coming up right around the corner. And coming up in our next segment, I'm going to play a segment from Thursday's episode of the Ultimate Mock Draft Podcast, which if you haven't been listening to it all week, I definitely encourage you to go back and listen to the whole thing. It doesn't matter when you jump in because the whole thing plays out with all the locked on NFL hosts kind of going through an entire mock draft representing their various NFL teams. You get some analysis from, from some national NFL perspectives like Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and of course we've got our own NFL draft experts across the Locked On Podcast Network covering the NFL draft, uh, NFL fran- fantasy, all that good stuff. And of course you get the college channel chiming in with the various college hosts across the network chiming in and giving some feedback from some of the players that are just getting drafted from the people that cover these players the most on the Locked On Podcast Network. Very excited to say that I had to wait until day four, but I finally got a chance to chime in with uh, some thoughts. I'm going to play that for you in the next segment of this podcast. But of course, this is a pretty good point in time now where you're starting to turn the page. You're starting to figure out exactly where Penn State is going to fit into the mix for the upcoming 2021 season. And we are still a long way away from going through all the preseason content and preseason coverage of where Penn State's going to be in 2021. But I continue to say, I'm pretty optimistic about this team that we're going to see take the field in the fall. The schedule is going to be very challenging. So I don't know if it's necessarily going to reflect as much as I think it can in the win total. 
But road games at Wisconsin and Iowa, throw in, of course, the division matchup uh, on the road against Ohio State. You get Indiana home. Indiana is still going to be a pretty good team this year. You've got Auburn coming in, and that's a little bit of a wild card game as far as I'm concerned. Sitting here on April 22nd, looking at that game coming up in week three of the season. And there are so many different ways that the 2021 season could go. But I continue to suggest that this is going to be a pretty good team. And I think that's what the basic takeaway from a lot of the preseason early rankings and power rankings and uh, the the, FP, the FPI from ESPN re- recently uh, have suggested that this is going to be a pretty decent team, a top 10 caliber team potentially. I think they have to go out and earn that because this is a program that certainly took a step back as far as our national image was concerned from the previous four years. But again, this is a program that won 11 games three out of the previous four seasons before last year. So I don't think you can say that Penn State just fell off the planet (laughs) as far as the 2020 season is concerned. There were a lot of things at play. And I think there's a lot more reason to be optimistic here because they have upgraded the offense coordinator, Mike Yersich. And while the offense still has some room to grow in with this new offense coordinator, and I think that's one of the main takeaways you could take from last spring practice, was that... It may not be as in sync as you would ideally hope it would be, but the the bottom line that I keep coming back to is that this is an upgraded offensive coordinator. He doesn't necessarily have all of the pieces in place right now, and I didn't think we were going to see a whole tremendous amount of some of the star players, and I don't think we have because obviously Noah Kane has been uh, kind of going through his rehab process. They're taking it a little bit slowly and safely with him. Uh, not a whole lot of reason to play Jahan Dotson all that much in spring scrimmage last week. Same with Sean Clifford. I think that was a good opportunity to play some of those younger guys and develop some of those other wide receivers. And there is maybe a little bit of a question about who's going to be stepping up and making some of those plays in the passing game. And that's why you saw there's a potential opportunity for a position change from a cornerback to a wide receiver position being evaluated. And I think that that's, that's okay because you have so much depth now at this cornerback position where you've got one player entering the transfer portal. You've got uh, one guy that has come out of the transfer portal from South Carolina. You've got some players in your defensive secondary that allows you that flexibility to maybe move one of those guys to the offensive side and see if he can make a play. So, I, I, again, as far as this spring football practice that we're going to see on you know, Friday night in Beaver Stadium, I don't think there's a whole lot that needs to be proven right now, and I don't know if we're necessarily going to be uh, immensely impressed by what we see as far as the offense is concerned based off of what we saw last week. Uh, obviously, it was not televised last week, so a lot of us are kind of going off of the feedback and reactions we get from the the wonderful Penn State media that are in the the press box and watching all the action and providing the updates as best they can. We're kind of going off of the comments that are coming out of the the post game press conference or the post practice press conferences. And like I said before, James Franklin wasn't necessarily blown away by what he saw, but uh, I still think that there's there's a sense that this is a good team. It has all the right ingredients. Still kind of putting a couple things together, but that's perfectly fine as far as I'm concerned. I'm not really pushing any panic buttons right now, and neither should you, because there is a one of the best wide receivers in the country, if not just the Big Ten, uh, coming back this year. You've got a third-year starting quarterback, which you know, you know, Sean Clifford has had his ups and downs, but you get a third-year starting quarterback. That's a luxury 
in college football, as far as I'm concerned, especially for someone that is as talented as Sean Clifford. With an upgrade at the offense coordinator, you feel like the offensive line continues to get better and better over the years. It's not necessarily the best offensive line in the country, but maybe the most consistent that Penn State has had under James Franklin. I feel like that's been kind of something that's been building and building over time, and it's probably still pretty reliable there. I still think the running game has a lot of potential. Just needs to stay healthy. And obviously, no Kane, if he's healthy, he's going to be great in the fall. So, um, you know, I still think there's some development for Devin Ford. That seems like a guy that uh, this coaching staff is still hoping will, you know, bust out a little bit more consistently. Uh, you know, maybe that's something to pay attention to in the spring practice. But you've got a Baylor transfer and jo- uh, John John Lovett. <laughs> you keep wanting to call him Jordan Lovett for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, John Lovett, I think, is going to be a contributor here. Uh, you still have uh, Kevon Lee, of course, uh, continuing to develop as well. The running game, I think, is going to be just fine. Even if Noah Kane does get banged up again, which he has been the last couple of years, let's just be blunt about it. And he has battled some injury issues in the last couple of seasons. But, you know, if he's healthy, he's he's a rock star. There's no question about that. Penn State's got a good running game. They've got a good running game. They've got really good potential at the wide receiver position, including one of the best wide receivers in the Big Ten. You got your third-year starting quarterback. All the ingredients are right there. This is an offense that, as long as they don't turn the ball over, they're going to be pretty good. You know, is it Ohio State good? No, I, I don't think it is. Is it good enough to compete with Ohio State? Absolutely. I, I, I sit here and I mean that full-heartedly. I think this is a good Penn State offense. I think this is a really good Penn State offense. I don't think it's great Penn State offense. I don't think it's as good as when Trace McSorley and Saquon Barkley, Chris Godwin, all those guys were in the mix as far as the offense is concerned. But this is a really good, potentially good Penn State offense that's going to do some damage this year. And I think there's a lot to prove. I think there's a little bit of a chip on the shoulders. And when that program has that kind of an edge, I want to see them take advantage of that. Going on the road to start the season against Wisconsin and beating the heck out of them with a bully offense. That could go a long way to determining just where Penn State is going to be on the national radar next season. Again, I am not throwing Penn State into the playoff conversation right now. I have in the recent years, but I'm not doing it right now. But I'm just saying, there's potential. If things go off on the right foot, you get a win on the road at Wisconsin. You get a win at home against Auburn. Things are looking pretty good for Penn State. If they can get that taken care of. And I think there's a lot of reason to expect that that is fully capable of happening. But again, we have a long way between now and when the start of the season happens. And there's going to be a lot of time to break this all down. And I'm always curious to hear what you guys have to say. So if you have any questions, if you have any comments about what to expect from the spring football practice, reach out to us on our Twitter account. We'll be live tweeting it all night long as much as possible. I'll be throwing up some content over on Nittany Lions Wire on uh, USA Today Sports Media Group for sure. So I'll be around tonight. I'll be around on Twitter. Make sure you holler at us on Twitter at LockedOnNittany. You can also catch me on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. And now I have some fantastic news to share with you. The champion of the recent Built Bar Bar Madness Madness tournament, tournament. which was going on during the college basketball tournament from our friends at Built Bar, is back pretty much by popular demand because how can you not have the champion 
of Built Bar Madness available to the masses. That's right, folks. Coconut Brownie Chunk is back in stock at BuiltBar.com. You want to go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 right now and stock up on this while it lasts because, believe me, it's going to go fast, especially after I place my order. So make sure you beat me to the punch right now because you do not want to miss out on Coconut Brownie Chunk. This is the best tasting protein bar ever it was verified by the recent built bar madness tournament and i will vouch for it it is my personal favorite it was my favorite in the tournament for a reason if you were listening and if you have not tried them for yourself don't waste any more time go to builtbar.com and check out all the different options that they have available but make sure you include some coconut brownie chunk in your order and of course you can use the promo code locked 15 and save 15% off your next order. And while supplies last, they're still going to give you that free cooler with a purchase. We've been talking about that offer for a while. So I guess they haven't run out of coolers just yet, but make sure you get in your orders now. One more time, go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Before I close out the show, I wanted to share an audio clip from the Thursday episode of the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 from Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey. And this is a week-long series, and I strongly advise you to go into your podcast feed, follow it, subscribe to it, and go and listen to the entire mock draft playout because this is a really fun listen to. I think each episode is roughly 50 minutes to an hour. Uh, you get Uh, five or six picks per episode and I was curious to know exactly when I was going to get a chance to weigh in and provide my analysis of a certain Penn State player or two you know still leaving that door open here if you want to check out the Friday episode just throwing it out there but without spoiling anything for you I do want to let you know that Michael Parsons does get drafted. I had to wait until day four, though, so that kind of gives you a sense. And I am going to play the entire segment uh, regarding Michael Parsons for you coming up right here. But before I do that, I just want to remind you one last time, go ahead and check out the Ultimate Mock Draft. It has been a pleasure to listen to all week long. I didn't know what the draft order was going to be, so I'm listening to it just like you are and trying to figure out exactly where some teams are going to go with the mock draft. Some picks are pretty obvious. Some picks are pretty much the consensus picks, but there are a few curveballs along the way. So I want to make sure you go check that out as well. So anyway, this is going to be the segment from the Thursday episode as Micah Parkins gets drafted and he's heading to the NFC East. Here's what the podcast sounds like. What's up, guys? David Harrison here of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast to announce the 19th selection in the 2021 Locked On Podcast Network mock draft. And with the 19th pick, the Washington Football Team selects inside linebacker Micah Parsons out of Penn State. And when I look at Micah Parsons, when I looked at the board, he's the best player available. And I have to honestly say I'm a little bit surprised to see him still sitting there available at 19. But when you look at what the Washington Football Team has already done this offseason, upgrading the secondary. They've already got a nice pass rush in the defensive front going for them, bringing back offensive lineman Brandon Scherf, bringing Ryan Fitzpatrick to be a nice, steady veteran presence in the quarterback room, and then adding to their wide receiver core. This move just makes even more sense for what Washington is trying to do and what head coach Ron Rivera is trying to build to eventually turn over to another quarterback, whether it be a veteran that they sign in free agency later on down the road or make a trade for, or a rookie that they draft later on, even possibly this year, and develop to become the long-term starter in the nation's capital. 
Keeping a strength of strength on the defensive side of the football, Matt. Trying to build a powerhouse unit there. Micah Parsons, the first linebacker in this draft off the board. Top 10 talent. Falls to 19. I understand why you would go there if you are Washington. And there was no quarterback worth taking. So make it easier for those quarterbacks. Make them have to score less points, right? And turn this into a powerhouse defense that is a nightmare to play against for other teams in the NFC East. Right. I mean, it's... Could potentially be the best defense in the league. You know, I mean, Micah Parsons, I don't want to say he's Chase Young as a prospect, but in terms of just raw ability, he's on that level. And you add that kind of guy yet again to this defense. I mentioned that the secondary looks better than it did a year ago. Uh, the defensive line is phenomenal. Uh, Washington should be competitive this year. I mean, we'll see what Fitz brings. I know he's been better the last couple of years, but there is some up and down to his game without question. And, you know, maybe would you consider a second round quarterback? Uh, maybe here. Yeah, add some competition there. Get lucky, yeah. maybe. And if you have a long term powerhouse defense, you need your quarterback to do less. So that's probably mm -hmm. the theory here for Ron Rivera. Parsons, who, by the way, what is it? 6'2, 240 something pounds, ran a 4 3, even if it's a fast track at Penn State. I mean, this guy can flat out go get ball carriers. Yeah, and think of the, the success that Rivera had with Luke Keekley, you know, for all those years in Carolina. It's the foundational every down linebacker. Parsons could have that kind of career. I mean, he has a, he has a, the skill set. Breaking down the NFC East for us here is Michael Irvin, the Hall of Famer. Your thoughts on the addition of a linebacker, Micah Parsons, to Washington at 19 overall. Listen, if Washington isn't going to move up the board and get their quarterback of the future, then the next best thing to do is to stack a young defense that will stop any and everybody. You put Michael Parson on that young Washington football team's defense with led by Chase Young up front. Now they have the ability to win games by stopping you from scoring. And then ask Ryan Fitzpatrick just to do a little bit of fist magic. Kevin McGuire doing work over on the college side of the Locked On Podcast Network covering the Nittany Lions. He has insight into what sort of player Micah Parsons was on the college level and how that translates into the NFL. I'm Kevin McGuire from Locked On Nittany Lions, and Micah Parsons may be the best linebacker to come out of Penn State since LeVar Arrington. Yes, Paul Pozlozny and Sean Lee have made their way through Happy Valley, but Micah Parsons brings a similar style and similar physical physique to LeVar Arrington. He brings the speed and he has defensive awareness that will be key to any defense looking to improve on its defensive side at the linebacker position. So if you're getting a linebacker in Micah Parsons, who are you getting? Yeah, he sat out the 2020 season due to health concerns, but he hasn't skipped a beat. He's in top physical form as his pro day at Penn State displayed, and he is going to be a beast at the next level. Very smart, very aware of what's going on around him, very tough to stop. Micah Parsons, the best linebacker to come out of Penn State since LeVar Arrington. All right, so let me give you a little bit of an inside uh, background information. When I recorded that audio, I had no idea that Michael Parsons would end up going to the same team that drafted LeVar Arrington. So kind of cool that I made that little player comparison. Uh, you know, it's not a very unique comparison. I think that comparison has been made before, but the fact that the same team that drafted LeVar Arrington uh, drafts Michael Parsons in our fun little mock draft this week, 
pretty cool. Now, I'm very curious. I know that I recorded at least one more audio clip for a player that could potentially be drafted, but you're going to have to tune in to today's episode. We're, this is the Friday episode, so make sure you check out the Ultimate Mock Draft today to see if any other Penn Staters get drafted Get a chance to hear my voice one more time on another podcast feed. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Like I said, we are going to have some fun tonight as we go through and follow all the Twitter action going on from Penn State's spring practice tonight in Beaver Stadium. Uh, so if you have any thoughts, if you have any questions, if you want to chime in on the conversation at any point, reach out to us on our Twitter account. We'll be live all night long on Twitter at LockedOnNittany course give us a like on facebook check us out on instagram and don't forget about our twitch channel we might even do some live streaming at some point kind of set up the channel a little bit as well twitch.tv slash locked on knitting of course you can follow this podcast wherever you get your podcast we're on the odyssey app of course we are also on apple Podcasts and google Podcasts, spotify stitcher radio iHeartRadio. i could go on and on but you get the idea we're on every podcast app out there so make sure you give us a follow make sure you leave us a rating and a review if you happen to leave a five-star review, make sure you take a screenshot of that. Send that to us. We will give you a shout-out on our Friday episodes. So make sure you make that a part of your routine. Go ahead and leave those reviews, leave those ratings, and send us the snapshot of your five-star review on whatever podcasting app. It doesn't matter which platform you're doing it. If you leave us a top mark, we're going to give you a shout-out. Just let us know about it. And that will do it for today's episode, and that's going to close out our week probably for the most part, although we'll try to have a little bit of a post-practice podcast for you either late tonight, sometime on Saturday. It'll be hitting sometime over the weekend. And, of course, come back on Monday. We'll kind of give some final thoughts on everything that happened with the spring practice and the spring practice overall. And, of course, we will start to look into what's going to happen next week with the NFL draft. We will have a show every day for you next week. I'm making that promise to you right now, Monday through Friday, new podcast for you. You. It'll be available for you at midnight Eastern each and every day. I'm making that promise for you right now. Hold me accountable. Hold me accountable. <laughs> Make sure you let me know uh, if I slip up. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to. We're going to have a podcast for you every day. Next week for the NFL draft, we're going to have a lot of fun with it as well. Trying to line up a couple guests. We'll see how that all plays out, but uh, we're going to have some fun on next week's podcast. So make sure you give us a follow on your favorite podcast. And yeah, follow us on the social medias. And of course, I'm Kevin Wire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. And check out my continuing Penn State coverage over on NittanyLionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. I also, on Athlon Sports, have a schedule analysis for Penn State. If you want to go check that out, I'll make sure to throw that out on Twitter so you can catch that there as well. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe, be cozy, and enjoy some Penn State spring football if you get a chance. And until next time, everybody, have a great weekend. I'll talk to you all Monday. Have a good one. Bye.